What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 14 of the Simone Baseball Performance Podcast. Today, I have an interview for you guys that I did with Joe of True Warrior Ascension when I was down in Florida a few weeks ago. Joe is super passionate about training, and you know I was so happy to sit down with him, um, talk baseball training, and everything in between. We had a great conversation, and um, you know a lot of good information. I think that will will help you guys. A lot of inf- actually questions he asked me that I haven't been asked before. So you know, I think it's going to be a really good interview. I think you guys are really going to benefit from it. So I wanted to share it today on the podcast. So without further ado, here's my interview with Joe. Hope you guys enjoy it. going on it is joe with true warrior ascension and i'm here with alex simone he is one of the guys that i definitely follow especially when it comes to baseball performance honestly i honestly i don't think there's a better guy um he's played at every level of the game he has trained at every level of the game and we are very very lucky to have him alex thanks for joining us happy to be here for sure um, so uh, I want to go over just some things with you. I finally wrote them down. Thank you for your suggestions. I'll make sure we get these questions firing, uh, and this video will be shorter than the others. Um, but if you could, just a quick, quick history on you know kind of how Simone performance started and uh, things like that. Yeah. So you know, obviously, I, st- I started my baseball career um, in seventh, eighth grade. I got, sure. I got cut seventh and eighth grade, and you know, I didn't train, I didn't do anything to you know improve my game, and then. You know, training over the course of the the next few years in high school, I got a lot better. Um, to make a really long story short, I experimented on different training For sure. methods, saw what worked, what didn't work. Did a lot of the gimmick gimmicky stuff you see on you know websites and TV. It didn't work, um, obviously. And then um, you know, once I got older, I finally realized what worked, and you know, I improved my game and you know got a professional contract out of it. And uh, from there. Uh, you know, once my playing career got over with, I saw how many people I could help, and I just wanted to keep, like, you know, helping more and more people. So, gotcha. So your mission is when the, I guess, when the playing stopped, your mission was just to make sure that yeah. you were able to kind of, yeah, I guess, direct the next gen. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I like that. That's, That's really, really dope. Again, thank you for coming. Um, so we'll definitely just kind of get into the questions and get you rocking. Um, one of the things that, especially with athletes uh, in baseball, I'm seeing is that. They start the season, you know, a certain weight, and they lose a ton of weight throughout yeah. the year. What are some things that you're doing to kind of focus on body composition? Um, as, as far as like, are you are you training them nutritionally? Yeah, yeah. Like so to I think, come in at a higher body fat, or how yeah, that work? Yeah, I think I think the nutrition is huge. Obviously, well, first off, the nutrition and in-season training. Okay. I think a lot of the athletes who lose a lot of weight in season because they're not training. I think any kind of athlete. And, you know, whether it be a pitcher or a position player, they need to be training at least, you know, I would say position player two to three times a week. Okay. St- starting pitcher, obviously, they can get a lot of good training in, but I think in-season training is huge. Nutrition also has to be huge. So, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm big into the, um, you know, eating every two to four hours based off what you did or what you're about to do. Um, That's Dolce, right? Dolce, yeah. Okay, Mike cool, Dolce, cool. Mike Dolce was on my podcast. Yeah, for sure. Mike Dolce preaches some super simple principles and, you know, I preach them with all the guys or all the clients I work with online and it works really well. I mean, obviously I want my athletes going into like spring training or going into the season, um, not as heavy as possible because when I went to um, wherever I was going to, like into my seasons, I was heavier and, you know, I didn't lose as much weight by doing the right, doing the principles that I just talked about. Okay, for sure. If that makes sense. So um, I don't want them going in like, 
like I would go in right now my weight is like 175 but I would go into like my baseball season at 185. It's a massive 175 let me just throw that out there. <laughs> massive 175. But I would go into my baseball season like 185 and then I would eat well I would know what I was doing nutritionally okay. so I would kind of stay at that weight I wouldn't lose. I mean you're gonna lose a couple pounds but you can't like I, I just think I don't think you should just eat as much as you can before the season to put on as much weight as you possibly 100%. can. I think if you're eating if you're eating, uh, you know, five to six times a day and those principles are, you have, you have sound nutrition, nutrition principles, then you'll be fine. Um, it's just, you, you can't miss meals. People miss meals in season because they're at the field all day. They're, gotcha. not, they're not prepared, they're lazy. So, you so just definitely preparation with the meals and yeah, consistent training throughout. Yeah, so definitely. one of the things that I've heard and I honestly don't agree with is just get calories, get calories, head to McDonald's and just get them in, get them in. Is that something you would not preach? Really? No, I don't think like, I mean, you got to think about it, your body, uh, it, it, everybody said like, it's funny you say that because like parents are always like, they're like, oh, I try to just give them ice cream and like McDonald's. I'm like, no, that's not what your body needs to grow. It needs whole nutrient dense foods to grow. Exactly. So that's what you need to give it. Um, you know, you're going to, if you just eat McDonald's all the time and you're training, you're just going to get fat. That's not what we're going for. We're going exactly. For Thank you so much for saying that. And listen, <laughs> this guy does this every single day. He works with baseball athletes specifically. Please don't just go to McDonald's and eat tons and tons of calories. I'm talking to someone specifically. He knows who he is. Um, I really, that honestly is huge for me. I really appreciate that. So the training in season, for sure, the strength training and yep. You know, obviously, just make sure we don't miss meals. That yeah, sounds I like think the, the nutrition's huge, man. Gotcha. Both, of them, both of them are huge. I think nutrition, even in off season, man. If you want to put on muscle, if you want to put on, if you want to get stronger, you have to eat. You have to Gotta eat good eat food grow. that your body needs to grow. Yeah. Nutrient dense food. Exactly. What was it? Um, I think from the podcast I heard it was lean, green, clean. Is that what Dolce said? I don't know. I want to say it was lean, green, clean. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, for sure. Right. Uh, I'll definitely link his <laughs> podcast. And I mean, again, you can find him everywhere. We'll make sure to link him up. Um. <laughs> The, uh, so you train at every level pretty much, right? Are we, are, we, are we just, I mean, I know you train a lot of pros. Oh, like pro, yeah. Exactly, uh, at, at every level. Yeah. So okay. like high, high, uh, like youth kids, yeah, for high sure. school, uh, college, and yeah, pro. Perfect. Yeah. So with that, I'm curious, the, let's say youth, let's say youth to high school, what are some trends that you're seeing of guys coming to you, guys or girls, sorry, uh, coming to you and they really, really need work on? At that level, is there something? Is there a consistent thing? Like is it just strength and, and size? Yeah. Uh, I would say like, yeah. I think all of them are weak, and I think actually I was just talking to a parent today that you know was wondering why I didn't program in his kids' program like any sprinting and med ball throws. And you know I'm big into med ball throws, sprint yeah, work, and all sure. that stuff. Yeah, for sure. stuff. But at a young age, like youth and high school age, you just need to be, you just need to get stronger. If you get stronger, you get more powerful. And like the young kids, youth, and high school kids are just so weak that. That's all they need is just Strange basic, size. basic, yeah, I mean, it's pretty, I mean, it's really, really simple for beginners, man. I mean, they just need to lift. And they adapt so quick. I mean, oh, they, yeah. I they mean, get it so fast. If, if a youth kid that's never lifted before works out two to three times a week and does like, in my opinion, what, what I what I did a lot this off season worked really well is I had my beginner athletes or my guys that just train like first or second year training. For sure. I had them do um, like, Three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and had them do main compound, like their main compound lift every day would be a lower body, day, lower body lift. So like okay. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're just going off that would be like a, a goblet squat. Say Monday, Wednesday would be like a, a barbell hip thrust, and Friday would be a um, trap bar deadlift. And then I'd have them do like 
literally four sets of like 15, 20 reps where they're just, they're not using heavy weight, but they're just So training repping CNS, out. things like that? Well, not, not I mean, not, not per se. I mean, like the big thing, I just want them to get a ton of volume in, add a lighter weight, and just maintain and getting them in, in good positions. I think at a young age, you just want to get them in good positions and um, obviously just using a lot of reps, building up their muscle mass. I like that. And, and I honestly think that transitions to something that a lot, I mean, there's a lot of discrepancy with, and I'm curious on your thoughts. How young do you start adding weight to, uh, a, let me guess, any athlete, but baseball specifically? I mean, there's a lot. I personally think there, you know, I personally think that it's, you can at a young age, especially because the growth plates haven't fully formed. There's yeah. some different. Um, yeah. What's your ideology on that? So I don't know about the whole growth plate thing. In my opinion, uh, I think you should start a kid out training when they're committed to training. Okay. Like, if they're committed to training one to two times a week, I'm fine with it. Um, I, I think people forget like when you sprint, you're applying so much more force to the ground than you are on a 20-pound goblet squat. For sure. So I, I don't think like honestly, if you're like. 8 to 12, I don't think there's a problem. But if you're, I think you just have to be committed to, you know, training and you committed to the actual program. So then moving on to the college level, what are we, what, what are these guys or, and gals not missing, but maybe they're, they're coming to the college game not prepared for this or not, I guess, uh, loaded with this, uh, this skill? You're saying like, what, what are what are college kids missing? I guess. Uh, uh, yeah. So when when they come to you, what yeah. is the one thing like like for the for the few athletes I've worked with? Yeah, yeah. It's flexibility, mobility. Yeah, yeah. At that level, what um what what is it for you? What yeah. You I see? So I think like high school wise, like a lot of kids and myself included, I'm sure you, we just do a lot of like bodybuilding stuff when we're just starting out because you don't know. I mean, for me, I didn't know. Yeah. So that's what I would do. Um, and obviously, I'm getting a lot of college guys and they're. They just don't have any like background in, in you know how to train properly. Any movement like they don't like move functional well. movement they don't move as well, opposed like to just said. getting yeah. massive. That's that's the biggest thing I've seen. They just haven't been able to move well just because I haven't done any movement based off or I don't want to say any movement patterns wrong, but I mean, they, a lot of I would say 80% of guys when I first see them um, in college if I haven't seen them before is just their movement is off and they just are doing. Um, exercises incorrectly. That's, uh, just not, that's just from not being taught properly. For sure. So really just corrective movement and, or I'm sorry, you correcting movement, making sure they're doing them correctly, and then the functional side of things? Yeah, yeah, I mean like just basic movement patterns. Okay. Like any, any, any that come to mind like uh, that happen regularly, like is it the squat pattern, is it the, um, is it the, I mean do you bench a lot with the athletes? With so benching, I don't bench with any pitchers. I just don't think there's a need for it. I don't think there's a purpose. Okay. Position. Even dumbbells? No dumbbells? Oh, uh, no, I do. do okay. Bench. All right. Not, not barbell. Okay. I don't do any barbell with pitchers. Gotcha. Position players, I bench. Um, not all the time. Uh, you Like in a four to eight, no, no longer than eight weeks at a time. Like I'll cycle it in and out. Honestly, college guys, they're going to bench. Like I, I'm not going to like. They're gonna bench. They're gonna do bicep, triceps. I'm not gonna like stop. Like they're gonna do it on their own if they're not doing it with me. Is what I'm saying. So, what do I want to do? I want to put them in a good position, do the exercise correctly. Um, and, I, and honestly, I don't have any problem with it if it's done for okay. like a four to eight week window. I just don't think they should do it two times a week, um, every week for like 16 straight weeks. It's just you know insane I mean? volume. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just insane volume. I mean, I do that Looking now, but big. come on, I'm not playing anymore. Are we? <laughs> exactly. Actually, that's, that's a question I had for you for sure. Um, so with the, then I guess moving to the pros, are you, is there a lot of things that you're noticing? Uh, is a trend that's off or is, are you just fine tuning at that level? 
um, in terms of like training, like how? Yeah, training. Like, are, are guys coming to you with this or that? I mean, at that level, for them to get there, they have to have a certain level of preparation, obviously. Well, yeah, I think I think at that level, like pro level, it all comes down to um, it's all specialized based okay. off like. You know, I'll look at a guy, I think the biggest thing is like looking at guys' mechanics on the mound if I'm working with a pro pitcher or like a hitter, um, seeing what they do well in their swing or their mechanics, adjusting that based on like uh, fixing movement patterns. Okay. So it's, it's, it's really specialized. I do a lot of like, usually at the pro level, what I've noticed is they've all, all those guys are super strong. So I don't do too much strength work. Um, I know you. If you've been following me, you've probably seen my heavy hand assistance uh, split squats I've been yes. doing. Yes. I, I know I just contradicted myself, but like we haven't. That's the like one strength exercise I did per week. I didn't do much strength stuff with the pro guys. We're doing a lot of like power and um, speed stuff. I want to get them as powerful and as fast as I possibly can. Um, so almost the opposite of like the youth. You kind of like transition. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, uh, well, I mean, like if I have a guy that can, I mean, dude, like honestly, like I have a guy that can deadlift probably 550 600 pounds like what do I need to do like am I gonna get him up to 615 like yeah. what's the point you know what I mean and like, at that at, wanna... at that level what like what's the difference on the field gonna be even yeah exactly action? I want to make them more powerful more explosive and more fast at that point. I like that you know what I, mean? I like that yeah. setting that spectrum kind of seeing like that from the youth just working on strength and then transitioning to like the more skill set I, I mean I can see that very clearly that's real dope thanks for that yeah. um with the, um, actually no, I want to transition then to myths, baseball myths. What are some of the things that coaches, trainers are doing that we probably want to get rid of? I know you're like visceral to long distance running. <laughs> like, I, I know that's just one, like you just throw it in the bag. Yeah, that's, but, um, that's one for sure. What, what are some other baseball myths that you think, we, I mean, as coaches that you're seeing and uh, strength and conditioning coaches, maybe we should uh, just minimize the usage, like something that. So yeah, I think long distance, obviously, I think there's so many yeah. more better options <laughs> to build up aerobic capacity other than that. I okay. That's just. Now we say other options like circuit training. Yeah, or... like I posted about that. Okay. You, follow me so you know I posted a movement I just think movement circuits are a lot better option okay. it's pretty much where you just move you just build um, mobility based circuits based off I like basing them off the individual that I'm working with um, and then they're literally just moving through improving their movement quality you can target some arm care core stability drills whatever okay. you want to do and they're just moving for 30 to 45 minutes straight and I mean I actually got a couple messages from people when I posted that circuit last week and they're freaking gas from it man and they don't understand like you're gonna be tired from that you're using I mean if you're years and it's it's usually totally total body movement so so um, get rid of poles just no yeah poles. I mean I just think there's to so many better options I don't know okay. why you're doing but anyway yeah I got you um, so so besides the long besides distance the running long distance, what else um, that you're seeing I'm trying to take mess man I don't know like, <laughs> no worries and if you come back to any yeah, uh, we'll definitely run through I'll some come back. um so I guess for, I mean, like, I want to be, I, I mean, I coach some baseball athletes now. I definitely want to get even more versed in it, and I'm, that's your bread and butter for baseball. Um, what are some, I, I guess with the, you talked about assessments earlier. So, um, I don't know, I, it sounds like, you, do you use the FMS at all? Uh, or, like, what do you use some, for assessments? I use some of the FMS. Okay. I kind of use, like, I interned at, um, uh, Cresty Sports Performance in, uh, Jupiter, Florida, actually. Okay. It uh, sounds familiar, yeah. Last, uh, in the summer. So I use their assessment. We assessed a bunch of, you know, pro pitcher or pitcher, college pitchers, high school pitchers, all that um, when I was down there. So I use their assessment. Okay. Um, so it's kind of like their own hot, uh, hot spot. Yeah, it's, it's more, it's more so like an orthopedic assessment to be honest. Like we'll get, it, we'll, I'll get an athlete on the table. I'll check their hips um, in ER, IR, check their shoulder range of motion. Okay. Um, you know, I'll check their 
lat length, and then I'll have them like, you know, do some overhead squats, overhead lunge walk, check their ankle mobility, all that kind of, I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of them, but um, yeah, I, I use some stuff from the FMS, like trunk stability push-up, I like that one. Have you heard of the 3D maps? I haven't, no. Okay, so it's similar. Um, I, I, I'm thinking, well, I'm trying to get certified probably in both. I like 3D maps just because it's got more of a standing. It puts you more of like an athletic movement. What is that? What is like? Um, I can't remember the, I can't remember who does it. But three, all 3D maps does, it's just another assessment. Okay. And then it puts you in positions more, at least I think more athletic. FMS is kind of like a, a weird, some of it's sitting down, some of it, yeah. th this puts you in more standing positions, okay. more um, bilateral positions yeah. than the FMS. And I was, I, it, uh, if you knew about it, I was gonna yeah, just kind of pick your brain on, on the difference but, in the two. Yeah, I know, for me, like, that that assessment, like Cressy's assessment that I use, gives me all the information for sure. I need for an athlete. The, and, then, and then also, yeah, I mean, I'm writing an individualized program based on that assessment, yeah, but have, yeah. also, like, I think the best thing for coaches or, or me, or me as a coach personally, like anything I write down usually, and the athletes I know or that, that I train know this, like I'll change everything based on the day just because like I'll find out through different loaded movements how or what an athlete will compensate with or what exercise might be So you be have better. no problem just changing on the go? Well, I'm ch yeah, I mean like sometimes I'll, I'll learn something that I didn't see in my initial assessment that I'll need to obviously change or change an exercise. Without doubt. So where do you get most of your info? Like when you're researching new things, when you want to learn about like, is there a certain source that you go to or you just kind of like find it? Um, so like things I've read, I'm a big Charlie Francis guy. Charlie um, Francis? He worked with Ben Johnson, the Olympic sprinter, the Canadian guy. Okay. Tested positive for a lot of uh, yeah. steroids. Yeah, 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 I gotcha. Like but he, I mean, dude, he's, Charlie Francis is one of the best coaches of all time. Okay. Um, James the Thinker Smith. James um, the Thinker Smith? Yeah, he's very, very smart. A um, little tough to read for starting out, but like once you get into him, um, he's one of the best in the field, in my opinion. Um, obviously, Eric Cressy, and uh, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, I mean, those are Dietz. I love uh, triphasic training. He's great too. That's okay. some of my ones. Up. And don't forget Alex Simone. <laughs> like, let's just throw that one in there for this one. Um, and then uh, we talked about the. So we talked kind of about the the myths, though. I was just asking about like common uh, mistakes that maybe make it cringe, but we, you kind of touched that on the myths. Yeah, I think another uh, something that makes me cringe, like in the weight room, if I see another trainer. Okay. Is, is when they have a younger youth athlete doing some doing an exercise that is way like complex or just gotcha. you know what I mean. So that, they don't have the basics for oh, that. No, movement. no. I mean they're butchering it and the coach is just letting it go. Just letting it go. Just but it looks cool on the internet. Oh, so yeah, when yeah. I post it, it's supposed to look cool yeah. or it looked cool and that guy was doing it. So of course we had to try yeah. it today. Yeah. But that's, that's my pet peeve, like just making high school and youth athletes doing movements they're not ready for yet. Gotcha. So keep it basic and then build up yeah. as you can. I mean they have their whole life to live. Which weights. makes you gotta, sense. You gotta realize that. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. For sure. For sure. Um, so a couple quick questions from some of the guys. Well, yeah, some of the guys that uh, came in as viewers. Um, uh, BM Susi, BM Susi 22. He asked, uh, "What do you do to help?" Well, you, you said this was kind of a, a tough one. With fixing uh, shoulder impingement in pitchers. So yeah. if someone comes to you with a shoulder impingement, yeah. or maybe even after just shoulder surgery, yeah. obviously assessment matters, but what are some things you're looking for or thinking already about doing to help them improve? Yeah, well, I guess the assessment's huge. I mean, but number one, before even that, before I even talk to them, or when after I talk to them, it's are they clear? If they're impinged, I'm not, I'm referring out. Like that's beyond 100%, my um, 100%. scope on that point. So um, honestly, I, I've, I've only worked with like two guys that have been cleared after a shoulder um, 
a shoulder injury and they're all they're all different no, they all need different stuff because like I said like all everybody's different their yeah. posture is completely different so okay. it's not like there's not like four um, specific exercise you should do gotcha. coming off a shoulder injury so most important is going to be the assessment after they're clear yeah yeah again never I would never work with anybody that's still you know in discomfort or in pinch like they they need to be referred out to a doctor first Franklin Jennings asked how do I get huge and stay functional? So how do I get massive and stay functional? I think you just have to, obviously you have to train. <laughs> That's number one to get huge. Train and eat. Uh, yeah, train and eat like we talked about. And um, you know, you need to be doing some mobility work. So, mobility. Um, you know, I, I like target, like what I do is I put together, you know, a foam rolling routine based on the specific athlete. Then I'll go down to their, you know, sp their, I don't want to say correctives, but their specific mobility exercises that they need or best fit for their body. Okay. And then they'll go through their workout every day. Um, you know, if you really want, if you're moving really, really bad and you're stiff, then I might put some mobility into your training session as well. Okay. As like a second or like a third exercise in the order. Got you. Um, and then you could add even the mobility circuit day. I have it posted on my page, like, like we talked about before, where you're just, instead of just sitting down one day as an off day, you're doing the mobility if you, if you yeah, can. Exactly. I think that, but with mobility stuff, you just have to do it. Like, you have to do it. It's not going to just happen overnight. Like, your mobility is not going to change overnight. It's that, that's a longer process sometimes yeah. in the strength game. Yeah, you have to just do it. And that's the hardest part. Yeah, for me, that's the, I, I'm, yeah. my flexibility mobility is horrendous. Yeah. Horrendous. And that's one thing I've been working mean, for months. And still, it's, it's improved. But it's you just have to keep doing it. You have to keep doing Without it. Without doubt. Keep so, at it. Keep at yeah. it. So, definitely keep mobility, like you said. And then work those days. So, do you suggest even full days of mobility on the off days. Oh, Not yeah. full days, but like full. just workouts. Oh yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Like I would I would do a full body roll, uh, rolling routine based on, you know, specific areas you're tight in and then I would, you know, do the um, mobility circuit there. Okay. Just pick like um, different mobility exercises that are best fit for your body, your needs, and then just run through them in a circuit. You're gonna get a great aerobic um, um, effect from it. You're gonna sweat, you're gonna, you know, burn some fat and uh, you're gonna improve recovery from your last training sessions and you're gonna improve mobility. Nice. I actually just had my buddy, uh, one of the guys I trained, Wilbert, shout out to Wilbert, great guy, East Lake High School, kill it. Um, do the Spider-Man knee extensions that you do. Oh, the Spider-Man lunge? Yeah, the Spider-Man yeah, yeah. lunge, those are insane. I mean, just awesome. That is my favorite exercise. Awesome. I post about it all the time. Yeah, and then that, I love it. that's definitely one of my favorites for yeah. sure. That I've uh, definitely one of the nuggets I've taken from you. Um, and actually, with Franklin's question, how important is it to be huge in baseball? Is that really something that you need? I mean, it looks good to scouts, I'm sure, but. Well, man, I, just, I was just at the Yankee game over here, and I watched Aaron Judge hit a ball. Uh, extremely far, and I and he's, he's stand massive. and do the same thing. So I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I don't think you need to be bodybuilder big, but yeah, yeah I think you should get as strong as you can. I don't know why you wouldn't. I mean, I, I think it's also do. I mean, you got to do it in a safe way, obviously. You know, yeah, like I said, you're not gonna, 100%. I, I wouldn't turn into a a hardcore power lifter, but I mean, yeah, I think you know, strength is the game. If you want to, another good read that I forgot in here, Westside Barbell, Louis Simmons, I was big into him. He's helped, like, his, just reading his work helped me a lot. And I think, like, I use a lot of his practices as well in my training, um, depending on the athlete. But, you know, I think, you know, strength is, Think strength, strength, yeah, strength, strength is the key. Obviously, everything else, movement, movement's most important. Obviously, I always say that's important for every athlete. You can't move, you can't play. Form the but, function. Um, but yeah, I mean, strength's huge. So gotcha. Yeah, I think you just. So this one, this one, I'm gonna answer, not answer for you, but um, so but Chan asked, um, what are some things that in season workout, or what are some in season workout plans that um, Alex would suggest? Let me help you out. 
real, real simple. Uh, I listened to actually to his podcast. He does a good, I mean, I want to say almost 40 minutes on in-season yeah. workouts. I mean, start to finish. He talks, I mean, if you're a pitcher, he goes over what some days could be for you. If you're a position player, I would definitely, and we'll definitely link that, the podcast in general. I mean, a good in-depth 40 minutes. Do you want to throw in just a few nuggets on in-season? Or I mean, yeah, that, yeah. that I mean, really covers it. I mean, I tried to cover everything I possibly and you could. I mean, did. Everything. Yeah. Everything. But yeah, definitely check out that podcast. Um, I want to just hope. I got a lot, the most downloads out of any of my podcasts on that one. But um, I think that'll answer all your questions. But I mean, in-season training, uh, quick, I, I guess I can give you my quick guidelines. Okay. Um, you know, I don't think any no med ball throws in season. If you want to do some before, you know, at the end of your warm up before you play a game, I don't think there's there's nothing wrong with that. Doing a couple, you know, med ball throws just prime your nervous system. For sure. Um, no sprinting in season outside of playing your sport. You're sprinting all the time on the field, whether it's practice or game. So you want to take away from your on field output. So definitely wouldn't sprint um, outside of playing your sport. Um, movement quality, most important in season. If you don't move, you can't play. Usually, the most injured athletes are the ones that can't move well. And then, um, I forgot my last. Uh, yeah. So you need to lift heavy in season. I'm seeing some awesome results in my high school athletes. Actually, the last couple of weeks they're in season. I 100 they're, they're even getting stronger now. So um, I think you need to do like a four to four sets of five rep scheme or. Uh, Whereas six sets of three, um, but I go more in depth that more in depth on that in the podcast. I mean, so make sure you get really, out. really good podcast for sure. I mean, I listen to a lot of different, you know, strength matters. I listen to a couple different, and in season for baseball, easily the best um, that I've heard so far. Uh, I, I, oh, actually, someone asked about adding velo. Are there some exercise? Are there exercises specifically? Are there certain muscles that we should be working? Adding velo, what? Uh, what are you looking for there? So that's the hot question. That's the question I get the most. Um, honestly, I get it. Oh, it's, it seems like always when I get that question, it's from a kid that's like really weak. Okay. And, um, I think, like we said before, like if you get stronger, you're gonna throw harder. I actually had a high school kid I worked with online to give you guys a little example. Um, one of my online clients that um, he threw 78 in September. Now he's like mid to upper 80s. We didn't do any power work. He didn't. He did his like one day of like light sprinting because I wanted him to do some kind of sprinting. But all strength work three times a week, and he ate right, and he put up, and he went up, you know, eight miles an hour. Was so, it? Was there also weight gain with that as well? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, he was. I mean, he put on like 20, 30 pounds. Too. Really? So he kept. Yeah, he stuck. He stuck to his nutrition principles. And I mean, that's those are the two huge ones. I think. Um, you know, I, I just think people, kids don't want to put in the work. I'm not calling this kid out like yeah, I don't yeah, know for sure. if it's him, but I'm just saying yeah. like I think that's the biggest thing. Kids don't want to put in the work. Or they just don't know. Yeah, that's or they don't thing know. Too. Yeah, they don't know. Yeah. Again, so I think that's the those are the two big ones. And then I mean, if you're as strong as you possibly can, if you're eating great, I think now it becomes like now you got to improve your mechanics. I mean, those gotcha. could be, that could be a hundred ways at once. Yeah. I don't really know. That's all going to depend on. Yeah, so it but, could be velo, but for most athletes that lead, or a lot of the athletes that you're seeing, it's just the size and strength and uh, yeah. I mean, if, right. if a young kid gets puts on 30 pounds of muscle, he's gonna he has yeah he's gonna throw harder. Gotcha. So that. maybe at the college level and. I guess higher, or even like high school and higher, it, it might just be your mechanics. Oh yeah, definitely. If you can't get to strong positions, if you can't get, I mean, look at some of the, I mean, if you look at some of the high level arms, and not, and I'm not saying you're gonna throw like a Rolfus Chapman, but if we look at him, I mean, if we look look at his mechanics, and how, that's how he throws so hard. Yeah, he's super strong and powerful, but he gets to positions that people cannot get to, and, and, and his mechanics that allow him to like create that. so much velocity. So, so then with Strocio, is it? 
all not all mechanics, but is it all? I mean, is it just fine-tuned mechanics? Because he's a smaller stature guy. He's it's not like he's coming down like Randy with you know from from deep like. So okay, so I'm not like super. I don't want to like speak on that because gotcha. I don't no know his. I haven't looked at him enough. Gotcha. I'm like big in, I don't gotcha. know why. I just look up Aralus Chapman a lot. And yeah, 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 yeah. hard, but um. I'm not like I don't know him so much, but another thing I will say is like a lot of athletes are just born with elite level, yeah. like elite level gotcha. velocity. Like they create elite velocity. So um, there's that too. Like there's a pro guy training this off season that through 90, 93 when he was a junior in high school. So it's just like without doing or. I don't know, it was like maybe even a sophomore, but it's without any training. So, I mean, That's like, some, some guys are built with that. But yeah, again, for sure. Now he throws 97, 98. How do you do that? He got stronger, he got more powerful. So, I think that stuff, too, obviously goes into play. Listen, Alex, you've really, really helped us out. Um, me out, I'm definitely, uh, I definitely feel like you've definitely helped out the viewers um, with kind of the questions. I mean, these, this is what they wanted to know. So, yeah, I really yeah. do appreciate it. I want to ask you uh, a quick question quick few questions that I was interested in yeah. um, not I mean baseball related but a little bit more fun um, is there a pro that you would want to train and why like is there a pro that's in the game right now that you would want to train and why is that man that's a good question uh, I'd want to train Bryce Harper I'm a huge Bryce Harper fan I followed him in high school I mean he hit some absolute bombs love his love watching his swing we gotta get you a Bryce I'd, I'd, I'd train him <laughs> I would train Bryce I'll train you for free for, for free for, did you hear this for years for years. For years. Man. Okay. Your whole career. Um, favorite fat kid food? Like, is there a food? It could be a treat. It could be savory. Like, what is your uh, go-to? Um, uh, either, either chicken wings or my mom's uh, cookies, man. Your mom's cookies or chicken? What? Cookies. If you're eating chicken wings out, where the best? Where, where's your spot? Probably Hooters. Not there we lie. go. Hooters wings are good. So now. I, I, I know I you. Had them in a while. I, I know you last because of the answer, but my daughter, she's five. Will not eat wings anyplace else. Really? Awesome. Loves Hooters. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> what favorite uh, favorite music artist or music to listen to in the gym? Like uh, either with your athletes or just but with yourself. Uh, I have to say this because we, all the guys um, that I train this off season lift heavy, heavy, heavy weight to this. Okay. I have to, and I myself now I only now keep in mind. If any of you guys look this up. I'm not a psychopath. I just listen to this when I lift heavy weight. Oh, it's, the is, one, it's the one this song is scary. you need. Lamb, uh, Omerta by Lamb of God is the jam. Omerta by Lamb of God. Yeah, you might. It's, again, I don't listen to that hanging out or anything like that. I'm listening to that when I'm at a one rep max or gonna lift when really heavy. Sight, when you're about to yeah. just go And nuts. that all came from training the athletes that are Omerita by Lamb of God. Psychopaths and the heavy weights. We're gonna try and make, I, I love that. I'm definitely gonna check that out on the way home. I got I, I got iTunes I don't know music. If you should, I don't know if you should do that. I got iTunes music. Um, the and then the last question. Uh, actually, I just put it down and forgot. Um, oh no, do you train or do you train yourself the way you train the athletes? Are you mostly like functional baseball, or are you just Good like question. let me get to 175 massive? I mean, that's um, that's my, my guess. I do everything my athletes do. Um, I just I don't do like straight. Um, strength work, uh, lift like a bodybuilder. Um, I move better and feel better when I do, you know, my sprints and power work and all that stuff. So I just train like, like my. So you're still pretty agile. Now, now, let me ask you. I know, I know you're a couple years out. Yeah. yeah. Well, have you got in the box? Like, you think you could? Uh, 
Uh, man, do some uh, work. Listen, I, I, I mean, I hit, training I, like an athlete. Still. I hit, What's up? I, I hit with the guys, man. In okay. The off season, like I, they know. I mean, I wish I had. <laughs> he said, "Come video. find me." I wish, I he wish said, had, "Come find me." I wish they had me on video because. Uh, oh, that's know. so dope. Hey, Alex, I really appreciate you coming through, man. Like that is Dude, really huge. This, we awesome. we met outside of Steinbrenner after a game that he was yeah, attending. Yeah. Randomly, just found him. And was able to link up with him, and uh, he yeah, was awesome. kind enough to, I mean, take a lot of time out of his day. Um, so definitely make sure to, like, where can we find you? Where are you posting most of your stuff? Like, where can they get the Alex show? So I think obviously the the, the number one place is IG. Instagram. Yeah, I do. I'm doing like a 365 days of um, new content to help people. So I'm on day I think 189. Yeah, I was gonna say one, we're like we're in, almost actually, at 190. I actually posted in the game tonight. Perfect. Um, had to miss a whole inning to post, but. Ah. Um, had to get the content out. So, uh, yeah, that's Instagram, Simone, S-I-M-O-N-E, underscore, baseball, underscore, performance. Should have uh, made that a little smaller when no, I was first making you it. You got 30,000 <laughs> followers. I think it was okay. Um, so that, and then I got Twitter, Simone Baseball, all one word. And then um, I think my YouTube's just Alex Simone, Snapchat, Simone's Baseball, and my podcast, which I'm really trying to go hard on here apparently because the content's awesome like you've gotten you, some great it. people on appreciate I mean the that, stuff man. you're doing by yourself is dope yeah. um, definitely trying to follow those footsteps because you I mean you kill it like yeah, and, and honestly you can check them out for yourself I've definitely uh, QC'd all of it and the content is gold it's quality information quality video quality pick I mean everything honestly is gold and we'll make sure to link all of that here in the description um, thank you for coming through thank you guys for paying attention watching and hopefully uh, taking a few nuggets from this into your own training, uh, but be well. We'll see you soon.